All right. Now I'm going to start playing the song. Let me get a clap. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the <laughs> weekly music podcast where every week we uh, we rank all of the albums from whatever band we're doing. And this week we're doing Blink One Eighty Two. So we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna rank their nine albums. We're gonna rank their three EPs and their one or their one live record all in one batch. There's gonna be thirteen Damn. rankings here, and we're also gonna name our biggest banger from each of them. Maybe even our biggest stinker from some of them. Who knows? Who knows what, where this will go? I don't know. Uh, but while you're listening. You know the drill. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Please give us five stars on there. Asinine Radio is our handle on all the social medias. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number if you want to call. Leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. Oh, boy. And, oh, did I mention? I don't know. My name's Tyler. And way out there, hundreds (laughs) of miles away, (laughs) is Jeff. Now with that, let's just jump right into the album rankings. Uh, Let's start with number 13. What do you have for number yeah. 13, Jeff? Go. Number 13 should come as no surprise. This should be uh, the last ranking on anybody's blink list, and that is California. Is it California really? is California. Yeah, dude, California is trash. You, you, dude, you can... Ugh. Ugh. You can tell this album was, was still trying to be like the blink we used to love. Wait, wait, but, okay, wait, wait. Sorry. What do you, you need? Are we, are we putting the... The the EPs within the rankings of the albums, yeah. And California's really your worst. Absolutely. Oh, dude, you're fucking nuts, man. Absolutely. Okay, continue. continue, continue the oh, bad, yeah, the you, really you bad can, joke. You can tell this album was still trying to be the Blink we used to love, but also dip its toes into like the water into something new. Songs like "She's Out of Her Mind" is this Tom era Blink song, and, and Skeeb's background vocals are just like an afterthought. It's it's not a terrible album kind of on its on its own if it wasn't a blink album but it's just a victim of just trying to be two different things and it doesn't do either of them well Skeebs is severely underused and mark is doing things he isn't comfortable with like vocally and musically but uh, i've been liking <laughs> san diego a lot more which is weird with every listen you always it, like san diego though but i've never like I, it, i've started liking it when i saw them in san diego after this album came out on that tour with, uh, I can't believe you went to that tour. What the fuck is that? A day to remember, day to remember and yeah. and all American rejects. But I started liking San Diego more then, um, but I never like never really really got behind it. But like now I'm I'm full on behind it. Mark Harms on on the San Diego part, super sick, love it. But there's just <laughs> there's just so many bad things about this record that I just can't I can't get behind I can't get past. Their worst lyrics are from this album. Bohemian Rhapsody is absolutely terrible. Parking lot. Parking Lot is the only song where Skeebs like definitely sounds like, like Skeebs. Yeah, yeah. But it's not even on the main album, so it's who gives a fuck. But so did you? Did you give a banger from the regular part and the deluxe? I did. Or just okay, no, I good. Did. Okay, because cool. I, I had. Okay. I guess I had to. 
But yeah, regular in San Diego, um, the deluxe was fucking hard, and I don't want the deluxe anymore. I'm I'm, I'm firm. I'm firm. I do not <laughs> care about the deluxe at all, nor do I really care about getting this uh, album on the vinyls. If I saw it like you did for cheap in store, I'd yeah, still pick yeah. it up. But this is de- I'm taking all the things off my my want list on Discogs. I do not care anymore. Wow, because this is just this is just dumb. But um, the last train home. <laughs> I put that one as okay, as, okay. as my fave, um, just because the chorus. But like, I swear to God, this is something from Neighborhoods era that Tom would sing, and it would be so much better, like <laughs> exponentially better. I really, I do, I really do not like California. Like I at can't all. believe that is your least favorite at out of all. everything. That is your at least all. favorite. There we go. Um, all right, so uh, so my number thirteen is Flyswatter. Of course, it is. Flyswatter EP. They're their first thing. Come on, man. It's it, this thing sounds like garbage. I mean, they literally record recorded this like on a cassette tape in Scott's bedroom. They, this is like it, some of the songs, you know, they they reused on Buddha and Cheshi, but it just sounds you could barely hear some of the shit that's going on. It's fine because it's like yeah, it shows the band when they first first started out, but it's dumb. It's just dumb. I can't believe you did not put this at your bottom. Uh, Marble or Man, Mar- dude, I have such a hard time saying that word. I always it's a hard have. word. Marlboro Man is my banger off this one because it kind of has a jazzy little thing going on. It's definitely a song from a band that is young and have never played music together before with anybody. Like they're just kind of doing whatever the fuck they wanted, and that's what this song is. And it reminds me of of us, you know, in high school, just fucking around. So, okay. yeah, Flyswatter okay. is my number 13. I just I can't believe you didn't put that last. Your your love for California has, has been strong since it came out. I don't understand it. It hasn't, though. I don't, get I don't it. think it's I that just great. Don't, I, don't, I don't fucking understand, like, why you love that album so much. It is, it is uh, bad. It's, it's, just, it's a bad album. It's, just, it's not it's a not good great. album. It's not great. It has some good songs, but it's not great. So what's your number 12? My number 12 is Flyswatter. Flyswatter. There we go. This one, there we go. Like, like, much, yeah, much like what you were trying to say, this one falls victim to like quality, and that's that's exactly what what's happening here. But even like, like, like I don't know. It's, it's fun to hear like Reebok commercial, and and we'll hear that so many times, and it'll just get better and better with every with every play. Um, but the demo doesn't like quite showcase exactly what Blink is truly about. It's it's more like whiny Tom, and then squirrely bass and guitar leads that don't mesh that well, but sound cool like on their own, but you can hear the beginnings of a sound. And I do think this is better than California because California is, is them trying to be something they're not. And Flyswatter is them like creating a genre, creating a revolution, almost creating a, a, a musical scene, creating something that it's still to this day unmatched at their peak. Whereas California is just, it's, California's pathetic. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm, just, I'm, I'm disappointed. I agree. It is. It is a pathetic album. I'm totally with you on that. I don't. I don't but have there, a banger. Like said, there's still some good songs. I don't have a banger from Flyswatter. Um, but I do. I do the banger. If if I were to choose one, it's uh, it's it's YouTuber Retro Blink Vibes. Okay, because this guy or girl, this guy uploaded the the demo and he time stamped all the songs, which is cool. Uh-huh. But then he showed the original like cassette artwork. You know, more points to that. And then also, yeah. when each song first starts, a little pop-up comes and tells you which song you're listening to. 
like in in sequential order, which is dope. But then he organized it like as chapters, so like he got it kind of like got away with something there, so you can click the chapters to get to the timestamp songs, and that was where on for Flyswatter on YouTube. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this guy, this 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 person went through a lot of trouble just to listen to like a twenty minute demo. And I respect that. I like that. Because too many times people will upload, oh, fucking Static Prevails entire album. And it's like, okay, good night. He's got to fucking listen to the whole thing. I, there's no timestamps. <laughs> Can't skip around. I got to scroll through the comments to see if somebody like went through the time to do it. But this guy did it all himself. Respect. <laughs> that's, that's. I will also there. say that we, uh, we, we decided to do these rankings a little bit different, not only by combining it all into one, but also we listened to them backwards so we we both started with nine and we finished with fly swatter which normally we start oldest to newest but we decided to do the opposite and honestly it changed my my viewpoint on some of it and some of my, some of my rankings changed you know quite a bit it's very fucking surprised i'm excited for that because your rankings don't ever change you you are the same <laughs> as always You're like the sunrise and the sunset it's Oh, on on cue, baby. Oh, God. Oh, God. If the next right, words so, out your mouth are not California, we're done. We are done. <laughs> well, we are done. My number 12. My number 12 is Enema of the State. <laughs> no, um, it's not. It's not. I know. It's not. It's not. It's fucking nine. Of course, it's fucking yeah. nine. Get the fuck out of you, knucklehead. You're trying to juke fucking me. not yeah. good. You're trying to juke I, me. I know. God. I've juked you too many times now where you just don't believe me. You know? Like the boy who cried wolf, you know, you just you just yeah. don't believe me anymore. But I did get you a couple times, really good. Um, yeah, nine. I I don't think this is a this is a very good record at all. There's a couple, there's a few songs that are are pretty good, not really great. Uh, I do have it on vinyl because it, I did get it for very cheap. And yeah, dude, there's there, there's just some absolute fucking stinkers. So let's run through that real quick. Uh, we got the first time. <laughs> Which is the first song on the record? Terrible fucking opener. Fucking Damn shitty it, fucking like song. The first time. I hate that fucking song. Good song. Uh, blame it. Blame it on my youth. Fucking terrible. Oh boy. Uh, generational <laughs> divide. Not a good song. It's so. Ugh. It's just gross. Uh, Black rain. I really came to hate this song this week. I fucking hate that song. Uh, I really wish I hated you. Terrible fucking song. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, um. Hung over you, song. hate that one. Remember to forget me, terrible. Remember Dude, there's some fucking bad me. songs on here. There's some good songs. My my biggest banger is Heaven. I know you hate that fucking song, but that's fine. You're, you're a ballad man now. Ever since the ever since the Alkaline Tree episode, you've become a ballad man. I don't know what <laughs> happened, but I'm. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, the the two best songs are Heaven and Dark Side. Um, outside of that, you know, it's it's okay to bad. The songs are okay to bad. Just unbelievable that they thought this was a good good idea to put out. I understand not doing like California Part Two, but damn, dude, this is just hot garbage, man. Just bad. It's just straight bad. Okay, okay. I mean, that's all wrong. That's your opinion is now wrong, but that's fine. All right. So, what do you got for number eleven? Uh, number eleven is nine. Nine for okay, me. All right. All right. So this is. Uh, what do you got for this one? Let's see. After this, after this, we're in like the the good. Better than good territory, not great, but better than good. Nine, nine, nine's not as good as I I have previously come to to love it as and, and sing its uh, praises. Yeah. Um, it does yeah. have its own charm, though it really does. It's a step away from California, but not like a step in the right direction, or or a step in the direction of Blink that we may want. There's a lot of stuff I don't like about this record, 
like I really wish I hated you, Black Rain. Fuck man, those are bad songs. Those are stinker, stinker <laughs> songs. There's a lot of like vocal modulation that I just don't think uh, they need. These guys can carry songs on their own, regardless of how good or bad singers they are. Like we know that. We know they can do yeah. it. We like them for it. Some of these songs are very electronic driven, which I like sometimes. But other times, like again, I just I feel like they don't need it. But they do keep their sound they do keep their sound like more so than they did with California. It's a different sound, and I think this one is more is more unique. Like California just, just seemed too processed. It seemed too fake. At least this one what? in all of its failures is is more is more honest. It's it's not a, a complete joke. Um but but two songs I really just can't get enough of, okay? And you're gonna you fucking hate both of them. You you mentioned both of them that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know one of them for sure. That's I'll start so with that one. Blame it on my youth, okay? Yeah, it's dude. Honestly, terrible. this is so goddamn catchy. It's goofy anthemic. It's it's honest for like this dishonest era of the band. And Mark just Mark sounds so happy. And the guitar parts behind the verses are fucking great. Tom would have slayed like at, at those little like staccato power chord things over like subtle noodling. Like that's what he does. Like <laughs> great, I get it. But like Travis does a really uh, good job there too. Like, don't forget, there's another member of this band that is really, really good. But then, like yeah, the quiet yeah. part where Skeebs leads the music to the final drop, oh, baby boy, <laughs> baby boy, so good. This and is then, uh, uh, this is like th- blame it on my youth is the equivalent to Beverly Hills for Weezer. No, it's not. Get and your that fucking, o- get your only ass only Beverly Hills only Beverly Hills is better than blame it on my youth. That's no, that's so many false things you just said in there. <laughs> it's fucking true. You'll you'll understand. No. You'll learn someday. If if anything, you'll I would someday. say like like all the small things is like the Beverly Hills because that song is <sighs> really bad. Um, all but the then small also, things way better than Blame It. No, it's not. That's false. Um, Hung over you. You don't, I don't know why you don't like this one. This is a this is a fucking banger of a song. I love this jam. I love when Skeebs comes in with the. It was just one time. One time, oh, I hate that part. About I two hate times, it so much. Few times, oh, dude, this is a fucking great song. I'm like, the he low seems end. so there's out of his of, range. There's a lot of lower oh. parts on here, and that's why I like it. And Travis fills his fills are great. I love this melody, and everyone's kind of just like grooving along. But it's just, I don't know, it's solid. I like it a lot. So many wrong things are being said. I, I still do love this album. I still like this album. It's not as good as I, I initially thought it was. It's it's lost. It's lost a lot on me, um, especially going backwards. I was just like, "Damn, okay, this yeah, this, to this, this is first. where <laughs> this is where this is where it happened." But uh, I don't care. California is fucking trash, dude. California is bad. It's not don't at care. all. Not at all. California is bad. California I, is I, worse I, than anything Weezer's ever put out. Fact. Worse uh, than Pacific oh, Daydream. Dude. Worse than Black Album. Worse than Teal, you're, which I fucking hate. Teal. You're worst. gonna regret a lot of the things you're I'm saying. Not. I'm not. I'm just saying right now. You're going to regret a lot of the things that you're saying. It's not. You are. I will say, though, the the one song that that ended up being, I ended up liking a lot more this time around was Pin the Grenade. That song was a lot better than uh, I originally gave it credit for. That's such a basic Becky song. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, Dude, it's so dumb. I fucking hate that song now, too. I I hate it now. I can't believe you like Heaven, though. Heaven's. So dumb. It's a plus forty four song. That's what it is. It's a plus I mean, forty four song. It's, it could be. It could be like a demo to a plus forty four song until plus forty four would make it exponentially better. Well, yes. of course, of okay. course. But I got to yes. take what I can get. 
Okay. Kind of like we're, we're kind of taking what we can get from Blink at this point. Well, that, that is same true. Idea. I mean, regardless, same, I'm, same I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. I'm trying my best to, to find positives <laughs> in, a, in a vast sea of negative. So my number, my number 11 is California. The Californias. Or as you said, California's California. This is, uh, you already touched upon it. Yeah, this is the back to their, their pop punk roots, but damn, it's so derivative of it, of it. And I hate it. I mean, I don't hate it, but there's some really terrible moments. Some of their worst songs are on this record, like Los Angeles and the song California. Oh, beige little boxes, man. Terrible stuff. Bad. Really, really fucking terrible stuff. Uh, those, those two songs and sober. Fuck that song too. Sober is terrible. So are the joke songs, like you said, Bohemian Rhapsody, terrible fucking song. Can't get can't get you more pregnant. So dumb. Um, but other than that, California has some has some bangers. You know, my favorite song is Left Alone. Oh, I think that's a solid fucking song right there. On, the only thing that matters is my my two B. If I had to have a two B, or it's almost my one B as well. I love that song as well. And then Deluxe side, mostly forgettable. Deluxe is mostly forgettable. Uh, but my favorite song on Deluxe side is Parking Lot because it's mostly Skiba led. Some terrible, I mean, the lyrics are awful on that song. And what one part in that song that I absolutely hate is when it's Mark singing and he says, what does he say? Like Matt and Matt just broke his arm. And then (laughs) like the Skiba does something, like he sings something, like something really high. And it's just like, it just sounded gross. It just sounded bad. <laughs> like terrible harmonizing. It was, I can't even explain it. You just have to listen to it. Terrible woes. And what what's really annoying about this era of Blink or, or Feldman's Blink, uh, since he's part of Blink now, is that they're, they're on, on California, there's so many of the woes. Like every song has, almost every song has a woe in it. And it's really overdone. And, you know, they got, they got a lot of shit from fans for doing that so much. And then you go to nine and it's virtually like all gone, like no woes at all. It's like, come on, really? Like if you're going to do something like stick to it, you know, don't, I don't know. It's a way of pandering to like the masses. But and it's not though. Cause the woes are what Tom and Mark did well together. And that's why California they, is so dishonest. Well. I know. And what California they, was, was yeah. dishonest. That's what I'm saying. California tried to be. I, I agree. Tom it is. Era blink. And they got called out for it, and they moved forward from it. They did like, okay, let's do a Blink album that's not trying to be a Tom era Blink album, and that's why that alone is why Nine is better than California. <sighs> no, it's not better. But I understand what you're saying, but it's not better. It's still not better. It's, Whatever. It's I'm, like, I'm dude, done talking about this. You guys can write. You guys can write a good album. Crap. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Just don't involve Feldman. Don't involve all these other songwriters. You know, just write a fucking song yourself. Like it makes me it makes me really want to hear they they had demoed and done a bunch of songs prior to working with John Feldman on California. And then once they worked with Feldman, they trashed all those songs and started new. But I want to know what those songs are. I want to know how many of those songs trans translated to something on California or even nine maybe. I also just but want we'll Travis out of the know. band too. I, I think Travis is is detrimental and, and doesn't 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 hurt the process, but for sure doesn't help like the creative process in any way. And so I, I well, think he's just, not in this area. I think having him just because he's been there for so long is he's just he checks in, lays down drums, and then leaves. Like he doesn't he doesn't do anything for the band. So just 
do like a solo album, Mark. You and Skeebs, just go off on your own, do like a solo album. Get anybody else to play drums. It's I fine. know, right? Get fucking Brooks Wackerman. You know you would fucking do it. Yeah, Already friends with the guy. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that'd be that would be really that would actually be a really cool collaboration. Would be Matt, Mark, and Brooks Wackerman. That'd be really yeah. fucking cool. Because Wackerman has that he has that that speed and intensity that Scott Rayner has has, but he's much more technical, almost like Travis's at times. And and this or period of Josh time, is. he's not a complete fucking douchebag that has his head so far up his ass that he can't even see anymore, <laughs> like Travis. <laughs> I mean, he does play for Avenged Sevenfold, but whatever. Yeah, but he's probably having a great... He's probably the only person smiling on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, have you ever heard that that last Avenged record the with Brooks on it? Uh-uh. It's actually really good. I mean, I, I was actually blown away at how good Brooks' is playing on, on it was. Avenged is was a bad the, band, though. Like, I've seen them live No, no, yeah, the Avenged, Avenged aren't fun. terrible, but they, don't they put out, they put out a couple fun. bad records, though. They put out a re- couple of really bad records. But Especially slay. after the drummer died. They do really well. Why have we never done Avenged on the pod? I think it's because Oh, no, we, we did. We did Waking the Fallen. Never mind. We did that. Did we? Yeah, with Justin. But that, w- that was in the old format. I yeah, was, that I was don't the remember old that format. one at all. Yeah. We got to redo it. We got to redo Avenged. But anyway, back to the rankings. Uh, what do you have for number 10? Number 10, they came to conquer your anus. Okay. Um, it was a solid EP thing here. I don't. I don't have a lot here because there's not a lot here. Um, rectum or rectum is a you know a cool little pun pun there. It's a fun little pop yeah. punk song. It's just three songs: wrecked him, waggy, and then uh, Zulu. But then I didn't know Zulu was a track from the Japanese version of Cheshi. So, oh, was thought, it? Yeah, I thought it was exclusive to this, but no, oh, you could have bought too. the Japanese version of Cheshi on CD and got Zulu. So that oh, just shit, made this. That made this this EP a little. I don't it know, makes little, you hate it. I don't. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, a little, a little less. Uh, so annoying. Exotic. <laughs> I mean, it's still on my want list on Discogs. I'll still buy it. I didn't realize they pressed only fucking much of this thing. I know there's a ton of variants, but like, the cheapest one is still like forty bucks, forty five bucks. Yeah, I'm I'm def I'm one hundred percent not there yet. I'm 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 closer to spending four hundred on dogs than I am to spending forty on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not four hundred right now. But I'm just saying. Fine. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I would rather pay more for dogs than buy. Yeah, you're it's, right it's it's fine. It's uh, this is it's just a placeholder, right? It's a placeholder for a year before Dude was finished, and it serves its purpose, um, but nothing really more than that. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's it, better than nine. Did, did you have a? <laughs> it is. Did you have a banger on this one? No. Okay. Uh, they came to conquer Uranus is also my number ten, and I mean, I we don't have to go into it anymore because you touched upon pretty much everything, the puns and I don't know. I don't have a banger off this one either. They're all just good, and it's a good placeholder. That that's the best way to put it. It's a really good placeholder. Uh, I I do like the the album cover, how cheesy and kind of B movie it is, and you know, they came to conquer Uranus. It's so it's just so childish. I love it. It's so blink. Of the time. But yeah, that's my number 10 as well. So let's move <laughs> on. Let's move on. Um, number nine, what do you got? Here we go, baby. Number nine is Cheshi. Okay. I figured, I figured this is going to be low. It doesn't surprise me. 
Yeah, and uh, I'm, I, I don't have too many notes for this because I'm going to get more into it when I get into Buddha. Um, I love this record. I, I love it a lot. And if it wasn't for Buddha, it would be higher. But it's just not as good. And I will, like I said, I will get into more as to why when I get into Buddha. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So I, so I got to skip it for now. <laughs> All right. So my number nine is uh, is Enema of the State. This one <laughs> dropped a few a few slots. Wow, you love it, this, this record. This one fluctuates a lot, and um, I thought it was going to be high high again this time, but this one dropped a lot for me. I still love this record. I really really love this record. And I mean, not only because the music and the songs themselves, but the, the nostalgia that comes along with it. It's the sum is fucking great. And um, but it's it's so squeaky clean. And there are some songs that are eh, they're they're good, but they're not they're not great. They're not what you see on Toy Page and, and everything after or even before, you know, what, what is so the worst there's some song low Enema? moments, but what what's the worst song on, on, on Enema? Small things. Come on. Why dude. why can't you just call it a stinker? It's not a good song. It's not a stinker. It's not a stinker. It's just it's the a, worst song. It's a skippable song. Yeah, you can skip it, but you can skip any blink song. That's fine. Well, I, I can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can do anything I fucking want, I guess. God. But Enema of the State, man, it's still a fucking solid record and and I don't know. I, I, I have nothing bad to say. I, just fuck it, it's catchy as hell. But I, I know what you're gonna say too is Travis's drums and they they can be a little much, um, and when you're a kid and you don't really like you haven't heard a lot of music yet, it's like the coolest fucking thing in the world because he's pretty much wanking the whole fucking album the entire time. Yeah, but yeah, you know, hearing more Blink and just other music in general, you're like, I'm just I just think, dude, you need to fucking relax and play more <laughs> to the song. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I love Enema still. And my, my biggest banger, it, it changes here and there, but right now it's a toss up between dysentery Gary again. And of course, windy clear, like there's something about windy clear in the last few years for me where I love that song, man. It's the organ. It's the organ. God, I don't know why you it's like so that good. organ so it's much. It's so fucking good. Oy. All right. So Enema, number, my number nine. So what do you got for eight? Okay. Um, <laughs> neighborhoods. Neighborhoods is, it really? is number eight. Yeah, is I, it? I am, I am, I'm back off the wagon here. This week's God, listen you're the through, fucking like, fucking worst person I've ever known. This my whole life. this week's listen through yielded old results here. I I like the complexity of these songs. It's a step in like the natural progression of any band, but it's too much Angels and Airwaves meets self entitled, with way too much muddling. I don't. I mean, I it's number eight. Like it's still better than a lot of stuff they've done, but. I just I feel like things just seem disconnected and the album doesn't flow as well as it actually should. And so some of like the banger songs, like Mark's songs are so different than Tom's songs. And sometimes they just seem like super thrown together. And even like the Mark songs just sound like very elementary compared to like the complexity of the Tom only songs. And so I, mm-hmm. I think when you have I don't know, but like when you have a Mark song that is basically Toy Page era but then you have Tom right after laying down like multiple guitars, all of these soundscapes. It's just the flow is a little bit weird. And this week, it bothered me this week more than normally. <laughs> so, so. We, what you should do this week is listen to all the albums from Flyswatter to Nine. That way your your ratings will change. That's okay. Uh, maybe. I'll forgive you. It's uh, Maybe. 
I but can't believe also, it dropped this low. But then also, like, I I found this to be boring at times. I really did. I, I think this this, really? this album is, like, boring sometimes. So I guess I'll, I'll start with the songs that I like, and then I'll start with songs that I just fucking cannot stand. So, oh, no. Um, oh, no. <laughs> there's some serious fucking bangers. Wishing Well, Kaleidoscope, Even If She Falls. Those are all beyond bangers. Like, those are... Yeah, yeah. Those are untouchables, honestly. Yeah, you make fun of me for like wishing well, but that's fine. <laughs> it's so catchy, but that I mean that's that's <laughs> a that's a, like a, that's like a dancey Angels and Airwaves tune. That's a very dancey tune, mm-hmm. but it's a banger. But dude, I don't know why, oh, but Ghost on the Dance Floor, I cannot stand that song. I really do not like that song at all. Don't like it. And the other one that I really, really <laughs> cannot stand this week that I, because I had the vinyls, I couldn't do it, but I would have skipped is This Is Home. Really? I fucking oh, hate yeah. that song. I actually like hate that song. I cannot stand that song. I don't like it. I think it's stupid. Wow. I don't like the way he's, this is home. It's oh. irritating. Uh, I don't know. I, I always sing it like Luke says it in A New Hope when he goes, home. home. Like a yeah, little whiner. The voice cracks, yeah. I can't, I'm shocked. I'm shocked to drop this low. I'm, I'm shocked that you have this many negative things to say about it because <sighs> Dude, this they're is all wrong. Such a stinker. I I hope. I talk about like like the 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 woes and stuff. Like oh, but at least the woes are woes. Chop up the woes. That's the thing with the woes. When Tom's in the band, they do they do the woes different. Like they mix it up a little bit, so it's not as you know, it's not the same thing over and over again. We dance like fucking animals. Stupid. I, I, I hope. It's so good. It's so. See, that's good. not it's even so like. Catchy. What is that? Is that supposed to be catchy? Am I supposed to sing along to that? It is, is catchy. To, I'm stupid. Uh, yes, it is catchy. It's catchy because it's so dumb. But you know, he's taking himself way too seriously at this point. He doesn't think this is no. dumb. He thinks this is fucking great. He thinks it's God's gift to the earth. I, no, I, that's wrong. It's stupid. It's a dumb song. I hate that song. <laughs> Skippable. So good. So good. All right, whatever. You, you're so silly. Just straight silly boy talk. My number eight is Buddha. Buddha is my number eight. This is this is the bootleg. This is the bootleg Cheshi, um, obviously, because this is technically a demo, but then Mark has claimed that it's an actual album, so we have to count it as an album. Well, he's only the original member, so I would, I would take what he has to say as, as gospel at this point. You know, there's not one member in the band that has been in the band its entire time. Even Mark left if, very briefly right before they recorded Flyswatter. I only count so. I only count actual recordings. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. That's it. Fine. 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 That's it. Um, but yeah, Buddha, it, it's really good. I did really enjoy my listen through of this. It was because there are some songs, obviously, that aren't on Cheshi. There are some songs that aren't even on the vinyl or are, aren't on streaming because they're they're problematic. So, uh, yeah, this is um, it's fine. It's good. I, I've always enjoyed listening to it, and I think the only reason why this is a step above Enema is because it's it's one of the purest moments of Blink One Eighty Two. You could you could argue Fly Swatter is that, but but Buddha is where like they've they've really kind of refined what they want to do and they love it so much and they just want to play like they want to play they want to headline Soma. Like that is their fucking that's that's their goal. And you know, Soma's a decent sized venue. It's a big venue in San Diego. <laughs> it's but iconic this is that big. was that's where they wanted to headline. Like they could have they've been in, they could have been good after that, but you know, 
there, it was just so young and pure and just fun. And that's what I like about Buddha so much. So that's my number eight. Ooh. And my favorite song is Carousel. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care what you say. It's fucking Carousel. I know you're going to bitch about it. Because you're going to say Carousel. Carousel again when Cheshi comes up. And that's what's fucking irritating. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's dumb. That's because it's fucking true. It's dumb. But they're two because completely it's the different best songs. Song. I don't give a fuck. It's the, okay. There's some minor differences, but there's overall, a minor difference. Fucking tight pacing changes. What are you talking about? Minor but differences. But regardless, who cares? Who cares? This that, guy that cares. Makes, you can't see him. That makes my opinion my even thumbs. more valid. Your opinion is fucking trash. Putting the trash can behind you. Well, you. Oh, first of all, you lost all credibility by putting neighborhoods at number eight because that's just that's just fucking stupid. It's dude. It's a dumb album. What do you want from me? It's a dumb album. I put dumb albums low on my ranking. That's what I do. What, really you belong. know what? You know what? Don't. We're gonna have to. We're going to have to talk about this later because you need to listen to it five more oh times. Oh, God, here we go. Fucking 5,000 more times. And you'll really understand. You'll, you'll, learn, you'll get back to it. Don't worry. You'll get back to it. There's only, there's only two albums on my, on my, blink, my blinkings, really, that, that fluctuate. Neighborhoods is one, and the other one is my number seven, and that's Enema. These two fluctuate more than any <laughs> other album on my blinkings ever since we've okay. started doing this. And Edmonds number seven, barely, barely above neighborhoods. Honestly, barely above neighborhoods. Only above neighborhoods because neighborhoods has more lows than Enema. Enema only has one low, or two lows, production and all the small things. But well, three. What about Travis? Oh, you're right, and Travis. But so, like, Enema should be below neighborhoods. But God, I've I've fallen so out of love with this one. It's almost sad. Like, I I get, I get how marginally important it was to the scene at the time and. But like, really, it's just marketing. Like, dude is better than this. Toy Badge is better than this. There's, there's, there's mm-hmm. way too much production. And like you said, it's fucking squeaky clean from a band that never wanted to be squeaky clean. That probably stunk. That probably fucking. And you can hear Tom fuck up on a lot of guitar parts, even even on on, on self entitled. Like, there's parts that you clearly tell that he still can't fucking play guitar that well. But that's the charm. <laughs> that's what we want from Blink. We don't want him to be squeaky clean. So why is it squeaky clean yeah. here? Like most of the songs on this one showcase a band that paid a lot of money or that got paid a lot of money to be in the studio and take out all of the the nuance that made them unique. But like Dysentery Gary is an example of a song where it's okay to be kind of sloppy because it's still no matter like how much you clean it up, that guitar line is still sloppy. He, oh yeah, definitely. Dude, Tom barely gets through it, and he probably recorded it a thousand times, and it never got better. It's only it probably <laughs> only just got worse. And like the coolest part of that one is you have an example here of where it's okay just to have a lead guitar over a bass line. You don't need the rhythm backing. You don't need fluff. You don't need like a, a second track of of just like that 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 guy that that posted the 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 video of the Sum Forty One track where there was like three other oh yeah rhythm yeah. tracks to it. It's like my God, and he was like, he was like thinking it was the greatest thing that he's ever done. Like, dude, he's too much fluff. Get it out of there. But like, <laughs> but he's also Gary, he's a guy who's mixed almost every record that we know. You know, well, kinda, I mean, kind of got to believe him. I'm going to get into it later on, but I don't. He did I this don't, record, but that's why I, I don't. I don't like. I don't like the fluff. And dysentery Gary, there's a part in there where it's just a lead guitar part over the bass line. Like again, there's no there's no rhythm backing. It's just sloppy punk rock. Absolutely fantastic, but like this to listen through though, I don't know. I I was just I was, I think this raised higher in my rankings than last time that we did this. But I don't think I could ever put it above anything else I have above it now, because I don't think, 
I don't think on the surface is that good because it's just too polished. It, they, they, they have a lot of great ideas. They have a lot of songs that are just legendary, but mm-hmm. they gave up their rights and, and hand it to somebody who is going to polish it up. And that's irritating and that bothers me. So I can't get over it. But this week, dude, Mutt, I've been really drawn to Mutt. Mark's bass line is absolutely fantastic song. in this song. And it's like, this song is kind of the Mutt of the album. It's oft forgotten. And it's a deep yeah. enough, it's deep enough in the album to be forgotten. Especially like in between songs like Wendy Clear and Party Song. But like Mutt deserves way more than it gets. Even though like the true Yeds know what's up. Or if you've seen American Pie, like you know Mutt. But like Mutt is yeah. for sure overlooked, as is Wendy Clear. Like both of those songs are fucking unreal. Minus the There's Oregon a, and Wendy Clear. Unreal songs. But Mutt Mutt is also a song that was written with Scott in the band still. Because there's there's a recorded version of with Mutt. Scott. Yeah, and there's yeah there's a recorded version you could look it up where Scott is playing the drums and it's not Travis. And they even play they even play Mutt live. I think it was some like European TV show they were on where they played Mutt live and Scott was still in the band. So I mean this song predates this album. It just wasn't recorded till Enema. And this is this is a beautiful song because it it's very Dude Ranch meets production of Enema. Yeah, and yeah. then having Travis on drums. But even even Travis's drums on this aren't bad. flashy because the drums were already written. Right. You know, so yeah, he could only flash it up so much without it sounding too outrageous. Whatever. Okay. So that was your number seven, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, your number seven. My number seven is Dude Ranch. This one dropped. What are you the last time? About? This one. This one fluctuates a lot too. There's sometimes when I just I don't give two shits about Dude Ranch. And this one, the the I think the last rankings I ranked this one pretty high, but yeah, this one's dropped like maybe three or four spots. Uh, but I still think this record's amazing. I think this is, this is just such a refined version of the Scott era, where like, because like Cheshi is so, dis- like gross sounding. Like they really just kind of stepped up their game on this. It's like they they learned the song. They, it's like they fucking learned the songs before they went in to record them. <laughs> And uh, yeah. and there's some amazing parts, like some really amazing back and forth vocals, especially in the song Pathetic, which is my favorite song on the record. One of my favorite Blink songs is Pathetic. Mark and Tom's back and forth is, is fantastic. And just the speed and the intensity. This is probably, arguably, this is probably the fastest album they've ever put out. Just in, in just how just driving it is and almost aggressive it is at points because it when you look at a song like Josie, which was a fucking single, which is crazy, but that's a very fast song and it, it doesn't stop like at all. It's just, you're constantly going in that song. And that's really almost the entirety of this record. You're just going and going and going. Uh, yeah, I, I fucking love, love dude ranch pathetic. And then also the song untitled a little bit slower of a jam, but damn, dude, I love singing that song. The song is so good. The lyrics are stupid. <laughs> I love that song. So, Dude Ranch is my number seven. Okay, okay. What do you got for number six? So, you haven't mentioned dogs. You haven't mentioned neighborhoods, of course. Just, oh my God. Of course. It's so annoying. Um, Number six is dogs. (laughs) Of course it is. You fucking cuck. Dogs. I mean, come on, dude. This this is a fantastic EP. It's it's unreal. It's amazing. But it's not all perfect. It's It's not all roses. So then I did rank the the, out, the the songs because one of my songs changed dramatically from the last time I listened to it. Oh, so no. I did rank the songs. Um, do you want me to go up or down? 
Worst or best let's, or best to worst? Let's let's start with the worst. Let's do the okay. worst. Uh, Pretty Little Girl. Pretty Little Girl okay. is the worst. Um, not just because of Yellow Wolf, because that's awful, but this is just a boring Angels and Airwaves songs, and it's it's just it's just <laughs> not good. And the chorus, um, which I really like, in like the Yellow Wolf part, that's okay. But like this is overall like an Angels and Airwaves song. I think it's very boring, and I don't think it goes anywhere. And I think it's completely fucking useless. Like you didn't even need to put this on here. This could have been completely <laughs> omitted, and this EP would have done much much better. Like four songs, that's an EP. Five songs, okay, that's an EP. Six songs, it's like okay, now just write a fucking album. So like the five song thing is is like you're getting you're getting up there. Uh, Pretty Little Girl, whatever. Boxing Day, and uh, <laughs> I like a lot of things about this song, but the one thing that I fucking cannot stand, and I know it now this week, is Tom. I hate Tom's part. I hate his Why? vocals in this. I think it's terrible. I hate the chime parts too, like in the the <laughs> some of the production stuff. But I hate Tom's yeah. parts. I I think they're awful. I think he ruins the song. Absolutely ruins the song. So so eat it. I don't care. I mean, I do I do understand what you're saying. I do I do get it. It's a little like wonky and weird. But I wouldn't say I hated it. Gross. Gives a character. It's terrible. Gives a character. Awful. Uh, dogs right. eating dogs. The the title track. That's my third. Third, uh, third best, third worst. I Fucking guess. I don't solid know. song in the middle. Yeah. yeah, I love when Mark sings so hard and fast that it sounds like he's almost out of breath, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's just like he, he does it a lot in, in prior albums. Um, he just he will constantly sing, and it sounds like, dude, if you don't take a breath soon, you're going to pass out. And I like that <laughs> about Mark. I like he has that he's that kind of cool voice of where he's just going to let everything out of his lungs, everything out of his diaphragm. I love it. And the instrumental part after the chorus is just straight up plus 44. I like it. But dude, Tom's <laughs> chorus, unreal. Unreal. Absolutely <laughs> unreal here. It's so weird you like that chorus so much. Oh my it, God, it's, it's un-fucking-real. And honestly, like the, the chorus part of here is is like one of my favorite things that Tom has ever done in Blink. It's Really? It's, it's, it's stupid. Okay, all right. It's, it's, I don't, I don't know. It's a good, I love the song. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love it. But yeah. It's just so it's so anthemic, but it's not. It's, it's the factory it, lines. Oh, it's so it's yeah. It's so numb. like matter of fact. Shock. You know, it's so like uh, gets you. Hits you right there. I have a crippling fear of heights. <laughs> Doing the guitar part behind him too. Like he's playing uh, his own guitar parts behind him, and this is like one of the few times where he's really been in like Bradley Noel status really been in tune with his guitar and making his guitar finally work for him because it took him a long time to finally reach that that place in in music to where he makes his guitar work for him it's always just Mm -hmm. kind of like he's playing with the guitar they're a partnership it's like no man you make that guitar work for you and in this the core like in this part right here he makes the guitar work for him I love it it's fantastic it is so uh, when I was young is my number two. Oh, really? Okay. Fucking absolute banger of a song. It's, it's truly a banger. I fucking of a song. love that song. But like one disaster, of the best songs Tom's ever written. Disaster is my number one. That's and that's I, that's a solid one too. If you if you pick this one apart, it's not it's not the best on the album. Like it's it's weird because like the disaster disaster part like that's okay that's fine <laughs> so I get it. In like the the I don't know. I, I think what really gets me is the hold on your breaking up part. That oh, yeah. 
Dude, I just I cannot. That that transition is ever, so good. Ever since we went to Laughlin and driving home from Laughlin, I listened to this. EP. I listened to a lot of Blink on the way home from Laughlin, and then when that part came on, and it, it never clicked with me. I guess maybe just driving through the desert and just having nothing else to do except stare off into space. For whatever reason, it clicked with me, and I listened to that song probably like seven times in a row just so I can Jesus. get to that "Hold on, you're breaking up" part. Because that part is so good. I love that. I, I that may be like that may be in contention for like my top Tom moment on all of Blink albums, and that's why that's really? why Dogs is so high. Because even though even though Pretty Little Girl and Boxing Day are just dumb, and I I could honestly do without them. Yeah. Disaster is so goddamn good. That one part is so good that it makes up for that. When I was young, is so good. Dogs eating dogs is so good that it makes up for Pretty Little Girl. I I totally understand it. I I agree with a lot of what you're saying. It for totally. sure was on the way home from Laughlin though. When we did our our, our boys trip from, on the way home from Laughlin is when it really finally yeah. clicked in my head, my yed. <laughs> Did you listen to Neighborhoods that, that trip too? You probably did. Mm-hmm. You had to. I think it's, we were it's doing a road tripping album. I think we were doing Blink at some point, and so then that's why. Maybe I don't know. I, I listen. Yeah. I, I think I listened almost right. exclusively Blink on the way home. We probably were. All right. So my number six is uh, is the Mark Tom and Travis show, the 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 only live record they wow. ever put out. This one I think it only sits so low because there are so many Enema songs, and Travis. You thought Travis really goes for it on Enema? I mean, he really kind of shows off on songs that aren't even his songs, like the the Scott songs. And it gets a little gets to be a little bit much, but I do like that he plays or they play the Enema songs faster than on the record, and it, it just it adds an almost like it adds like a feel like wow, this band's about to fall apart. Like they like they they're barely holding it together with some of those those Enema songs, especially. Um, but then, like the Dude Ranch songs, they don't play as fast because Scott, like I said, Scott earlier, Scott is a dude. The guy was a machine in the band. Like it's crazy how fast of a drummer he was and consistently fast he was. Well, he was a machine in that you program a machine to do one thing really, really well, and that was Scott. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you fucking solid ass drummer. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, this album's great, and I love the banter between the songs. I like the banter after all the songs, you know, where it's just stupid little things that were take, taken from the those those live shows. And Man Overboard, of course. Man Overboard is top 10 Blink, for sure, top 10 Blink. And it sucks that it was a B-side and it was left off. I mean, it wouldn't fit on Anima anywhere at all. Not at all. But it's, it's a shame that it didn't get its, you know, it didn't get, I don't know, it didn't get the recognition it deserves. But... Otherwise, yeah, I I love Mark Tom and Travis show. It's fantastic. Have it on the vinyls. So. Okay, love I it. Buy it for so, the vinyls. That's fine. Well, yeah, I, I paid for it, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, it's my number six. What do you got for number five? Go. The the Buddhas Buddha. Finally, honestly, this comes down to Carousel. That's how I whittled this down. It comes down to Carousel. Do you want your Carousel no to build from just a baseline? into like a very loud and aggressive song or do you want your carousel to open the gates already with like a semi-aggressive guitar intro and then go into like the normal song and like that's that it's just about preference and like buddha is my preference over cheshi because i want my carousel to build from the bass line up 
Because mm-hmm. in the in the Cheshi version, you're already getting that like really crunchy, fantastic guitar, guitar tone. Yeah. But like you're already getting it right out of the gates. And at least in Buddha, it's building up a little bit. I just wanted to build a little bit. And that's that's why I'm choosing Buddha over that because of Carousel. But then also a close second is Toast and Bananas. Toast and Bananas is the opposite because the Buddha version starts off faster, more aggressive, while the Chessy version builds better. It builds a song around like that riff, around that that staccato part. But I think Buddha I think Buddha is is the best of their early years in regards to fun without musicianship. I think Buddha is the most fun that they had without taking the consideration of, hey, let's actually practice these songs before we record them, which later on, I haven't mentioned Dude Ranch yet, is going to master that uh, that concept. But uh, my, my, my banger from here is is uh, Carousel. And also, Strings, like, God, man, I, could, I wish Strings would just disappear completely from the I don't know why you hate that song so much. So, it makes sense. Oh, it's stupid. It's stupid. I don't care. It strings, makes no sense. Dumb. But Carousel. Carousel is my banger on Buddha. Absolutely. It's a perfect song. It's, uh, it's it unreal. Is. But, like, I have to have the bass part in Carousel. I just have to. I, I get your point. I, I have I to. really do get your point. It does sound better. And even when uh, on the Mark Tom and Travis show, when they play Carousel, it starts out with just the bass. That's the Buddha version, baby. Yeah. I, I prefer that. I, I prefer that buildup. Absolutely. All right. Number five is Buddha for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. Okay. So my number five... Believe it or not, is Cheshire Cat. Cheshire Cat. Cheshire, as some people like to call it. Uh, I know you don't agree with me on this. Wait, have you said Cheshire yet? What do you even fucking... Ha- yeah, Cheshire was a long time ago. Okay, yeah, I, I just totally forgot. Uh, but yeah, Cheshire, I, I like this album a lot. I've always really liked this a lot. And I had a ton of fun listening to it and singing along to this one. And this this one, this one album just made me so happy when I was listening this week. And that's why it's so high. I. I mean, it usually kind of sits mid-range for me, but it's a, it, it jumped a, maybe a spot or two than normal. Um, I love how just nasty-sounding Tom's guitar is. It just sounds gross. It's bad. The production on this is pretty bad, but it's uh, it's very unique. I've never you've I've never heard a record that sounds like this. Whether I mean, it's probably probably better that no other record sounds like this because it doesn't sound good. But the songs are there. <laughs> it's catchy as hell. And it's funny at points. I mean, look at the song Benoit Balls. It's so, it's just so ridiculous. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I know, like, what are they thinking? What the fuck are they thinking? Oh my god, I I think this record is it's it's ton of fun. It's just straight up fun. Okay. And like okay. I was saying with Buddha, like Buddha was was such a pure form of the band. This is just an extension of it. It's just they got a little bit more money, which wasn't even a lot by any means, but they got a tiny little bit more money. But it still has that that carefreeness that the band was at this point in their life in their career. Uh, I'm I don't care. My favorite song is Carousel. <laughs> Runner up would be um, Does My Breath Smell and <laughs> Wasting Time. I love Wasting Time. I love that riff in Wasting Time. And I think Mark's melody in the chorus is fucking solid. Wow! Um, did you say something positive about Mark? That was the first time this entire I, ranking. I did you do. say something positive about Mark? I do. I, I always say positive things about Mark, except on California at Nine. Well, you have like a Otherwise, Tom sandwich. You get started off with a Tom thing. You say something positive about Mark, but you end it on a Tom thing. Oh, of course, because Tom's the best. So I'll bring open, it back to Tom. You see, you, yeah, you open up with a Tom, and then you said something about Mark. So good. Go ahead. So yeah, now to to does my breath smell? Yeah. 
I love the way it starts out with that that really bad sounding clean guitar. <laughs> and it's just Tom with his really bad nasally voice singing. Just him <laughs> and the, him and the guitar. And who makes up all the rules about those girls I want? Why do so they? Bad. And, then, and then Mark in the background, you hear him go, oh, like he, he does like this, like, oh, sound behind Tom and always kick me in the groin when I'm not near. And I'm not complaining. It just hurts after her a bit. And then Scott comes in super hard and fast. Oh, fuck it. I love that song. Fucking love that song, too. But yeah, Cheshi, okay. it's it's okay. just a, such a cool representation of the band at this time and how young and carefree they were. Because, dude, they had to have been 19 when they yeah. made this record. Super young. It's it's fucking nuts. And and at this point, they were they were headlining Soma. And probably I think they were probably selling out Soma at this point. Like they had already achieved their goals by their first record, out of San Diego, where you know there the scene there was was cool, but it was nothing compared to what was going on in in L.A. and Orange County. Yeah, okay. good stuff, man. Love Cheshi. So, what do you got for number four? Go. Uh, so your four, your top four is essentially self-entitled, toy page, dogs, and neighborhoods. So surprise that neighborhoods I mean, and dogs are your top might. fucking four. No, it is. It That's all you have left. What do you mean it might be? We don't know. Maybe you I haven't lied mentioned. I, I you haven't mentioned any four of those, so you, those are all in your top four. Maybe which is I fine. lied. Maybe I've done something unprecedented on the pod, and I've lied about my rankings. No, you you don't have that kind of. Uh, and, I, and I do a little bait and switch. There. No, you didn't know what a bait and switch is. <laughs> guy out of here. Number four. This um. This is this is not the wrong one. This is not the uh, th- this is not the biggest surprise of the album. The, the biggest surprise in my rankings is coming up soon. But Toy Page is my number four. Whoa, yeah, wow, I mean, dude, this album's a banger. Unreal, absolute fun. This is this is their peak of equal parts fun and songwriting. It's it's truly an amazing record, and everyone is on their best behavior. Everybody's clicking to the point where like stereotypical finishing each other's sentences type of thing. Like some of these songs are quite complex, like the seemingly basic online songs, while others are just straightforward punk rock songs like Rock Show. But like where this one really shines is the balance. Tom's songs are just as good as Mark's songs. And when they're together, it's it's absolute bliss. But Tom's songs aren't like on neighborhoods, you know, songwriting wise, leaps and bounds kind of ahead of Mark's songs, whereas I think yeah. Tom left Mark in the dust on Neighborhoods, and that's why the balance isn't quite there for me. I think Toy Patch is is just absolutely, like I said, it's peak of equal parts fun and songwriting, and uh, that's no, that's where it's at. They match each other perfectly, and, and it will only be tested or bested by uh, self-entitled. Online songs my favorite, I, I, I love online I songs. Can't, I can't believe... So, th- I, I mean, kind of what you hinted at, Blink's Blink is not going to be your number one. Self-entitled is not going to be your number one. How do you know? You don't know that. Because of what you said. What did I say? You said this is a big surprise, but it's not the biggest surprise. You said something along those lines. Oh, yeah, that's true. Meaning that. meaning Blink's Self-Entitled is not going to be your number one. You're the worst. You're the fucking worst. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe we'll do an old bait and switch, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're not using my lines. Not using my lines. Oof. All right. <laughs> The old smash and grab, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um Okay, so Toy Page is is wrongly your number four. Um you got anything else on this one? No, that was um 
that was it. I, I, um, <laughs> it's hard not to put this in my top three, honestly. It, it's it really straight silly boy talk, but it's not. If it wasn't for another one, it would be my top three, but it's, uh, you know, it's not. So, <sighs> fucking Mark, Tom, and Travis show. Yeah, it was fun. Okay. <sighs> my number four is, uh, is Dogs Eating Dogs, the EP, like we were talking about. Uh, it's, it's such a shame that, that we, Tom left after this because I, Reading about this EP, Tom Tom was excited to do. He was actually excited to do more Blink. I feel like Neighborhoods. He was a little bit forced to do it, and that's why it had the more Angel sound, which I still love. Don't get me wrong, I fucking love it. Uh, but this is this sounds like a more collaborative effort, and it was. I mean, reading reading about it too, like they actually were rehearsing together, they were writing together in the studio, and this is this this what could have happened after this had they recorded a full length album. And they had not fired Tom, which yeah, he left for like a day and then came back. But he they left. They they inevitably fired him. No, he they fired him. Um, I I just can't even imagine what the that next record could have been. It could have been possibly better than self entitled. It could have been. No, if they, if they were on this trajectory, no. like you were saying with with dogs, some of Tom's greatest parts are on dogs. It's true. Course, that's what you that's what you were saying. And you're right. I didn't say that. And imagine had they actually made a full length, a proper full length record, as a collaborative effort. I mean, it could be absolutely unreal. It could have been, still could. Who knows? But uh, yeah, dogs. So so let's kind of go my my least favorite to to my favorite. Let's go with my my least favorite is um, Boxing Day. I still love the song. I'm not as much of a hater. I do understand what you're saying with Tom's vocals. It's a little jarring. It's a little stupid. It's actually very stupid. Very stupid. But, <laughs> but I still like it. I mean, I like Tom's stupidness sometimes. It's a it's very off putting, especially with the You first would just time never see anything negative about Tom. It's just never gonna happen. I would. I would. No, there's some songs that are fucking stupid. Like what? <sighs> what are we talking? Let's see here. See some of the songs <laughs> some of the Angel songs. Some of the Angel oh, songs. Oh, we're talking about a totally different <laughs> band here. Oh my god. But even okay, well, I mean, we'll we'll get into it on on Blink one eighty two is Blink one eighty two. There's uh there, there's a song on there that's like come on, it's, I still like it, but it's still okay. like, I don't stupid. Mm. Even love is dangerous. Come on, that song's fucking stupid as shit. Love is but it's dangerous. so much fun to sing. Anyway, uh, my number four on 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 dogs is Pretty Little Girl. I mean, the Yellow Wolf part is fucking stupid. It's so terrible. But uh, Tom's pre the pre chorus Tom's pre chorus in that song is absolutely amazing it's so it's so good and and something that the guys on the blink 155 podcast said many years ago that still sticks to me this to this day is that tom was so he is so good at doing pre-choruses to where yeah his choruses are really good but you you forget about the chorus because the pre-chorus is actually catchier and more unique than anything else and and it's so fucking true and that's how it is in pretty little girl it's the pre-chorus that hits you so hard the song always which we'll talk about later another song where the pre-chorus is better than the chorus and yeah dude i i i think that's great i mean i do i don't like when he says pretty little girl it sounds really stupid i mean the lyrics pretty themselves are really girl. dumb but the way he sings it is terrible crazy little um, world <laughs> My number three is is dogs. So I mean, yeah, dogs is we we talked we talked about that pretty extensively with you. Uh, disaster is my number two. Uh, I like like you said that that transition that uh, 
you know, cold on, wait, hold on, we're break. Wait, yeah, hold on, no, we're you breaking got it. up. Yeah, that. Do it again. One more time. One time. <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. But that's, uh, that transition is fucking awesome. It's fantastic. But then when I was young, the opener of this EP, this is one of my favorite Tom songs of all time. Angels, solo stuff, everything. This is one of his best songs ever. I just the the kind of like it's not it's kind of fast um but just the, the, his melodies and the way he he enunciates his words and the catchiness of the chorus it slows down and kind of half times it in the chorus but fuck it it's so good i love when i was young that it's it's a, it's you a can't killer even song it it's dude it's absolutely unreal it's it's such a great song and then like even like the it's the worst damn day and then it doesn't <laughs> of my life the way he says like of my life, my life. it's so annoying <laughs> but then know. it goes right into like i made a mess today like oh it's so good <laughs> it's so fucking good dude and the Travis guy can write up. such good songs i know it's amazing it's fucking amazing so yeah what's your number three go when i was young number three is uh dude ranch the uh the dude ranches this one this one came back around again, coming back around again. It's um, it's peak fun. It's peak fun and stupid blink. The songwriting still isn't quite there as it was on Toy Page, as it will be on Toy Page, but they're having a blast. They're not taking the, mir- the music too seriously, but they're still rehearsing their songs before they go into the recording studio. They're perfecting some of these songs. And it's a long album for something like this. Like yeah. it's it's not like a 25, 35 minute album. This is a pretty long album for a bunch of kids that are writing two and a half minute songs. But it's packed full of bangers. Like Emo has that that sleeping on the floor part. Team man around part. sleeping on the floor. That's fell right off. The that's bed. the first time we hear Mark and Tom really show their prowess at writing opposite parts. Like like yeah. Pathetic has them both back and forth, but they're singing the same parts. They're just singing them differently because they're just two different people. Like yeah. emo has him singing two different, completely different parts, contrasting, layering, that we'll hear them perfect on self-entitled, and that's yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Like they're doing a fantastic job at it. Um, for whatever reason, I mean, Dick Lips is still my favorite fucking song. I I, I can't get over this song. It's so goddamn good. <laughs> it's really good. And it's not even like if you like pick it apart, it's not that great of a song. There's nothing about this song that is like wow, this is so much better than than Josie or Damn It or whatever, anything on this album. There's just, I don't know, there's just something about this song that just, it really drives forward. It's really punky. It's really poppy. It just checks all the boxes of what I want from this era of Blink. But then Damn It, too. I love Damn It now. They, they, this week, Damn It has, has crept back up into a song that I would never even think about skipping if I had it on a different playlist or any other capacity. Damn yeah. It is so goddamn good. I love that song. And it's been a while. Damn it. Damn it's a song that I've always kind of felt similar about um, Easy Target. Mm-hmm. It's, it's taken me a long time to kind of come back <laughs> around and like that song. But uh, yeah. but I, li- I love Damn It. Damn It's a fucking banger. It is. It's a fantastic Absolute banger. song. I like, I like the live version better, but, you know. Oh, I'm sure you'll shit. get into that. I'm sure you'll get into that. <laughs> Dude Ranch is your number three. And uh, my number three is Neighborhoods. This one surprised me. Wow. I, I know. This one dropped. This one fucking dropped. I was I was just as surprised as you. 
I'm gonna be fucking. Um, I will lose my shit if Toy Paz is your number one. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Honestly, <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know what I'm gonna oh, do. Boy. There's no way. Oh boy. Um, but neighborhoods. I listening to this. I I loved it. I I listened to this on vinyl. I listened to this record on Spotify too. I love this album. I really really do. But there's something about you know a couple of the other albums that are my one and two that really hit the spot better. Uh, but yeah, I I do understand where you're coming from where yeah it is a little bit disjointed and the tom songs are but they honestly are better songs than the mark ones they really really are because like we've said mark can he sometimes he's a little emotionally underdeveloped yeah and and it shows on this record and it sucks because i mean coming off plus 44 like dude you had some amazing shit on there he's just um he's a sensitive boy but yeah (laughs) neighborhoods i love this one and my my favorite i mean i'm I can gush all day about this fucking record, but my favorite songs, I got, I got two of them. Cause who cares? Uh, even if she falls, which is tec- technically on the deluxe version, but I don't care. Uh, that, that song is beyond even fucking catchy. Falls. Tom's I, it's, it's so incredibly catchy. And then after midnight, I, I really, really think that is a really cool song, a really cool, like interesting, I mean, interestingly written song. Is that it? Yeah, that's what, how you would say it. I, I think I would Travis, say it, but yeah, you say that. <laughs> Travis's drumming, Dra- Travis's drumming is is unique. He has a really unique part, and Tom is is very subdued in this with his guitar playing. It has both of the guys singing in the in the group. I mean, uh, you know, Mark has the choruses, Tom has the verses, and I think this is a really good song. Honestly, it's a solid fucking song, and you hate it. That's fine. It's. Right? It's fine. I didn't hate this one. I hated uh, Ghost in the Dance Floor. God, I really hate Ghost in the Dance Floor. I saw Ghost Night. So annoying. It's so Fucking stupid. hurt like hell. But After Midnight's <laughs> fine, right? It's, it's it okay. Is, I love After Midnight. Driving me crazy. Hold on. It, it, oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wait. And that, what? Mark, when Mark did... Oh, damn. It just, it just dawned on me right now. When Mark did that song with Owl City... Mark's verse ends with and is driving me crazy and he sings it the same fucking way. The, Does he? That, yeah. When did Al City that song came out? That I had think Al been... City was like twenty ten. So probably right before this. Oh damn. See Al City Mark, Mark Hoppus. It's called uh Dementia featuring Mark Hoppus. Yeah. That was two thousand twelve. That was after That was after Dang. Yeah. He took so, that So that Mark riff, ripped off that... he ripped off Tom. Wow. It's, he That's sings exactly the driving me crazy. He sings exactly the same. You know, I does. know what you're talking about now. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, in that song. Come on, Mark. Wow. What are you doing out here, dude? <laughs> I see. I know what you were trying to do. You were trying to find a, a reason to to hate on Tom, but then it backfired on you. Well, yeah, because that if, if that song came out years prior to this, then I'd be all over it. But <laughs> I love it. I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, but then lie. also, this is another example where the pre-chorus is catchier, or not catchier, but it's better than the chorus in the song. Tom doing the pre-chorus is better than Mark's chorus. Not to say Mark's chorus is bad, because it's not at all, but fucking that pre-chorus, man. Tom okay. kills it in all those songs, on all the songs that he does. But yeah, it's my number three is Neighborhoods. I speak so highly of it, and uh, but still, I'm surprised it, it dropped a spot for me, because it's normally my number two. So... What do you got for your number two? 
<laughs> oh, here we go. Stupidest two. fucking thing you'll ever fucking say in your life. Is the is their album of the week self entitled? He's Blink One Eighty Two. He's Blink One Eighty Two. Whatever. You're fucking so stupid sometimes. <laughs> Actually, all the time. After what you just said. All right, my number two. This one. This one surprised me. This is um. This one surprised me too. It's a uh, toy patch. Take off your pants oh. and jacket is my number two. You thought you thought I was gonna say blink, huh? You little shit. I would I would hope. I um, would hope. That would have been really cool. That would have been really cool if you actually went out of if you got out of your little box, if you broke out of your shell. But I did. If you changed lanes, and then that would have been cool. That would have been fun. That's all right though. I did get out of my box and Toy Patch is my number two. It it overtook neighborhoods. It that hasn't that that hasn't happened for years. Fuck man. Toy Patch just hit me so hard this week. I just I was I was smiling while I was singing along. I just it was so much fun, and I listened to this album again. Like I, I listened to this album twice because I just had such a fun time listening to it. And even even you know songs like First Date, it's a stupid fucking song, but I I loved it. it it's just oh my god, dude, this album is great. And I the the bonus songs too. I mean, yeah, the acoustic ones, the joke ones are stupid, but they're still fun and they're of its time. Um, <laughs> but my 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 two favorite songs every time I look for you, of course. Fucking of course, and what went wrong? The acoustic song, Tom's acoustic song, with the like the clarinet or whatever it's fucking playing. Oh. But what, what what instrument is playing? Do you remember? I don't remember. Is it a clarinet? I think it's a clarinet. Not that I I can tell the difference between these stupid fucking elongated woodwind slash brass slash whatever the fuck <laughs> half of those things are. <laughs> They're all piccolo peats to me. They're all piccolo peats. Fucking Pidgeotto from last Pichotto. week. Pichotto. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Toy Patch. This record is so fucking killer. And online songs, like you mentioned, online songs is another. That's a that's a that's a deep cut. That really is. It was never a single, but it's beloved by fans. Fans fucking love it, and they've never played it live. Supposedly, they've never played it live, but some people claim they 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 did play it live and they saw it played live. But it's like a Mandela effect kind of thing. Yeah, and, there's no uh, way in this era Tom could play that live, like no. to w- without like a metronome, without splicing, Even without with him metronome. just without him just playing, and then they and then Travis adds drums to it. The, he just he wasn't that good at this time. There's no way. Yeah, the, it's it's a weird beat. It's a really really weird beat and a, a weird riff, honestly. But whatever. Love Toy Page. It's my number two. So obviously your number one is stupid and wrong. So what do you? What Here do you we got? go, baby. Wild Mark, Tom, and Travis show, baby. M Tats. I, I don't know. Oh. Guess I'm just shifting towards like an older Blink sound. I don't. It's weird. I don't know. But this is the most fun they've had. Like on album, technically it's an album because it was an album. But it's fun to listen to. Like these songs are it just is. like fun yeah. iterations. And Mark and Tom are just trying to play as fast as possible. It almost seems like they're trying to impress Travis, who is also <laughs> just like probably just sitting there thinking, like, damn, this is slow. Like, can we speed this up a little bit? Like, he's still probably thinking this is mediocre to him. But like they're <laughs> trying to impress him. But at the same time, God, they're having so much fun. And I really love the banter. I wish it wasn't just on one side. I wish it's just give me one good show. Give me one fucking show. Leave everything intact. Play it from beginning to end. Put it on vinyl, CD, whatever. I'll buy it. But there are some really, really cool parts to this that I thought were just 
they were too endearing not to make it my number one. And it had nothing to do with the music. It was all about the banter between Mark and Tom. Like that part when, when, when Mark is trying to talk and Tom is like, Mark, Mark. He's like, Tom, what? What the fuck do you want? What? <laughs> he's like, hey, Mark, Mark, Mark. Hey, what do you want? Mark, Mark, Mark. Look at, look at Mark, 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 Mark. <laughs> like he just goes off on him. Then you hear yeah. Mark kind of like giggle. Like, God damn, man. Like, I'm there. I am there right now. I am there with you guys. I am there watching this happen. I am there watching two just friends have a great time playing music that they love, that they wrote together in like the peak of their life. And yeah, even though Tom did other things after this, I truly believe that this era of both of their lives is when they were at their most happy, happiest. There's just, there's no way. There is no way. And you can be proud of the stuff that you've done after Blink, in spite of Blink, instead of Blink. But this right here, Mark, Tom, and Travis show, 2000, 22 years ago, this is when Mark and Tom were at their happiest. And it shows, you can tell... When they fuck up, there are parts where like Tom fucks up guitar parts. There are, there are times when like Travis is playing something, and you can kind of like you almost think that he's gonna go into something else because he kind of forgot like what they're doing, but because yeah, he's yeah. you know they're playing just three chord power chord songs, he keeps up, and and I don't know I, I like it I like it. There are, there are some things here that are problematic like like when he yells boobies. Oh, dude, I love that part. I was gonna mention that part. He says, but it, "Hey, pay it, attention, you fuck boobies!" And then the voyeur starts. But so like good. immediately after the first boobies, because they say it twice. The first boobies, it's like boobies. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you are you are way too young for that. Don't know, mm. mm, no. So like even right, even yeah. then, even in the year two thousand, even back then when when there were fucking no rules, when Leonardo DiCaprio could kiss 17-year-olds and have them topless because that that was okay, I guess, and Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Even then, Tom and Mark were like, no, bro, that's not, I'm not down with that. So that's fun. And then, I don't know, it's just, (laughs) it's incredible how, like, they can just throw out dick joke after dick joke, but then they play Adam's song and the whole fucking (laughs) place is quiet as a church. I know. Like I, not I, one person is talking or yelling. I think screaming. there was a lot of I think there was a lot of overdubs and stuff. Added, there was, there was, but, there was a lot of touch ups, but still, you get the gist of it. I'm, you get the gist of it. And and did Mark, Tom, and Travis show? I just, I don't know. It, 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 I've never liked this that much. I've liked this because it's a part of their repertoire, and I've enjoyed mm. it, and I've listened to it. But I, it's never, it's never made me feel anything other than this week like self-entitled i always feel something because it's meant to make you feel something yeah, yeah. but like mtats is never it was never made to make you feel something it's made to be like kind of a placeholder much like like uranus was like it's a placeholder <laughs> it's a live album. like who puts out a fucking live album like don't you put out a live album because you don't have material for your next album so yeah, yeah. this is a placeholder but it made me feel happy and like I, I in a way that i haven't felt happy as opposed to listening to like Toy Patch for the first time in my teens, Shit. I just listening to this wow. week, it just it really got me. It really did. And I listened to it like three times this week, except for did the you last listen time. to all the banter? I did not listen to the last banter. Oh, <laughs> you're so annoying. <laughs> That's right. It's so funny. I, I didn't listen to the last. So like on, on the on the on the vinyls, it's it's double disc, four sides. Yeah, I did not listen to the four side at all, not even once. <laughs> So dumb. I know. Not even not even for the initial listen through. I didn't even listen to it. Why? 
because the first time was so good, I thought, I said, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm good where I'm at right now. Like, you know, when you're drinking and, and you want to have a good night and you think like, okay, I get, like right now, right in this moment, I have a really, really good buzz. I know I can have a couple more. I don't know what's going to happen. I could, I could be more fun. I could be a lot less fun. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but right now, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, That's what I follow you <laughs> then, Tats. After, after the third side, I was just like, you know oh what, dude? God. I'm good. I feel good. I'm solid. I mean, you do end you do end that third side with Man Overboard, so I mean, it, it is a great way to end the whole thing. But and then and then this week, I didn't even know that thirteen thirteen miles. That's a uh, I've never heard this Blink song until this week. I, yeah, I'd only heard it because of the Blink One Fifty Five podcast. And it's it, it was it. it was only I mean it's not that great of a song. It's nothing to write no. home about. It easily forgettable. But it was only a live song that they released on. I think only on the SRC repress of the vinyl for Mark, Tom, and Travis show. I think it was on the the Tokyo CD too, like the Tokyo version of the CD as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it's it's like who cares, right? But I mean, I I thought that was cool, like to hear a Blink song, this era Blink song for the first time this long after, you know, twenty years after, it was really yeah. cool. Even though oh, it wasn't that man. great of a song. <laughs> There's even some banter in it too. Yeah. It's not just the song. You're right. I do like which I didn't talk about when I was do when I talked about Mtats um was the their version of Peggy Sue is significantly better than the Cheshire version. Absolutely. It's faster and that the bridge in Peggy Sue is is so fucking cool. When it's just the bass and the bass and drums with Tom's vocals and why don't you just take off your shoes? walk barefoot down the street it's just it's so i don't know i can't even explain it it's not particularly catchy it's just fucking good and uh also the version on on matat's um voyeur the voyeur is like played way faster way more aggressive and i i like i like the live version of that way more than the dude ranch version and it kind of like and damn it it, it, damn it's another one super fucking fast too of like I don't know, are these are these iterations of their best songs how they envisioned playing them on record? But because they were young, because they were impressionable, because there was money being thrown at them, was there like play with the label saying, "Hey, no, um, if you play a little bit slower, it'll it'll sell more records." That's and possible. So, that's very like, possible. That's 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 kind of the thing. And like with "Damn It," like the lead up to "Damn It" on this is just un real on it's 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 unbelievable like the country song Mm. for i mean that's that's what it's called because they're idiots and they don't know how to name things other than no it sounds like a country song let's call it the country song like and then the way tom is like oh shit oh yeah like they're so he's so fucking excited for it and like you know mark is giggling and you know they're both so fucking excited you know travis is sitting there like this is so stupid this is the dumbest fucking thing i've ever done in my life zero fun from him thank god i'm getting a massive paycheck for this (laughs) it's just so much fun your pants dad all travis does the entire time is do that drum roll that yeah God, he's annoying. But dude, it's just, it's so fucking good. And like the whole blowjob thing too. Before Untitled, 
Yeah, yeah. Like just Tom is just belting it out because he thinks it's so funny. And he did think it was <laughs> hilarious. And Mark probably was giggling and everyone in the crowd was giggling. Man, yeah, this so album stupid. is just this album is just so much fun. It's so yeah. it's just so it's pure happiness. Mm-hmm. It's like watching a little kid open presents on Christmas. It's just fucking happy. <laughs> and and the right before Don't Leave Me, Mark says, This next song is about my herpes. It's called Don't Leave Me. <laughs> it just breaks right into the song. But then Mark later on says Sky Lee instead of like, you know, he's yeah, yeah. on Sky Lee. Like, come on, dude. It's just oh it's it's endearing little the, things like that. Oh the like, Tom has sex with guys and aliens exist at Tom the very end. Tom has sex with guys. When when I saw Angels and Airwaves right before COVID happened, uh, Tom played Aliens Exist uh, acoustic at that show. He played the whole song, or no, he played part of it. But then at the very end, he he hits that last note, and the entire crowd, everybody oh, says God. that Tom has sex with guys, and Tom just starts laughing, just laughing so hard. But it was it was just perfect. The, everybody in the crowd, me included, just it's. It was so fucking funny. You were you were legit up. not a true yed, unless you say Tom has sex with guys. Sex with There's guys. no yeah. fucking way. <laughs> God, and Taz is so good. Yeah, how how so is this good. not like top two, top three for you? I don't get it. I love it. I, this I is your it, era of Blink. You love the Chesh era. You love like this era of Blink. Like this is. I do. I oh, fucking love man. it. Man, and Taz is I love so goddamn good. You could take right. you, honestly. You could take "Man Overboard" out of this album, and it would still be my number one. Truly, makes sense. Truly, it makes sense. Truly, T baby. <laughs> All right, so we good with the rankings? Yeah, because my ranking, my my number one is obviously self entitled. Yeah, it never so, changes. It's fine though. Yeah, well, it's when you're that perfect. <laughs> why, why change? <laughs> um, so <laughs> I don't know. That, that's it. So. Listen to the main episode when we get into Blink self-entitled. Uh, thanks for listening. You know the drill. Perfect. Like you're more perfect than perfect. <laughs> like you can be a perfect iteration of perfect. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> all right. Yeah, thanks for listening and, and go listen to the other episode. And uh, that's it. That's all. Tom, Tom has sex with guys.